This is my life right here. <laughs> right. This is Perky of Perky Perspectives. Hope everyone has been enjoying this love period journey with me. I would like to ask y'all to support my Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash perkyperspectives. With your support, I hope to become more mobile in my podcast and eventually hold events and be able to start providing more period products to young girls and women and support women creating more products and opportunities for women, period. I will be ending this first season soon, but I have behind-the-scenes videos, photos, and live streams on my pa- uh, my Patreon page. Also, I am working on a new series that will be called Perky Perspectives for Us. This podcast will uplift people of color, aka skin folk, who are creating their own paths through whatever field they choose. So I will have artists, producers, tech folk, educators, etc. So once again, visit patreon.com slash perkyperspectives and follow me on IG at perky60cool and Twitter, Tony underscore Tony Tone. It'll be in the description and use the hashtag Perky's Pod. And if you want to contact me, comment, questions, anything, you can email me at perkyperspectivespod at gmail.com. And I would also like to uplift Indie Creative Network for all of the opportunities they're providing all over the world. Due to ICN, I have been able to make this podcast a reality and meet different people. ICN is moving their headquarters to Barbados, too, to continue these services while ensuring more people have a platform to voice their experiences. So visit ICN.DJ to see other podcasts and what ICN is doing. Thanks again. So. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So I would like to introduce my guest, Kwana. She is an MC a digital content producer, and she is the founder of the Carefree Black Girl brand. Yes. And she is the one of the founders of the Carefree Black Girl movement. So you, like, rap, you do, like, yeah. everything, right? Um, <laughs> I do a little bit of this and that. Hey, audience. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a MC. I'm Kwana. Mm-hmm. Um, Kwana MC. I am uh, the founder of the Carefree Black Girl brand. Um, The Carefree Black Girl movement started for me um, in 2011 when I was describing myself as a rapper. So I would tell people, hi, I'm Kwana, the Carefree Black Girl from Savannah, Georgia. Um, Over the years. Yeah, from Savannah. (laughs) (laughs) So over the years, the hashtag has become like a viral thing. Um, Many people have been credited for starting the movement many mm-hmm. people have been calling carefree black girls shout out to Zeba. she's one of the people yeah. that have been credited on twitter for starting the hashtag um shout out to all the girls who on tumblr um with aesthetic um brianna danielle she's um responsible for like doing the carefree black girl health and wellness if you go to the internet and search the hashtag she will see a lot of uh the carefree black girl guide to uh, healthy eating and healthy this healthy that um, so that's dope it's like you started it on one platform and then somebody else will go to a different one and start so it basically or- it's like i think of it as um divine synchronicity so at some point around 2011 2012 this word went in the world and then it went viral kind of like and black all girl these magic kind of like black girl magic okay. the same thing and they were doing their thing but around 2012 2013 i started doing like a a lot of stop the violence events back home. I was still doing my shows up here. Then, oh, oh so when did you come out here? Like, I came to New York in 2011, like the in the summer of 2011. Okay, so you were kind of going back and forth from the beginning. From the beginning, always. Oh. So I've been an MC, but I started rapping after college. And even though I started rapping um, in New York, people back home were the first to like, you know, want to put me on shows and stuff. I would do open mics here, but back home I would do like shows and like 
then it was a lot of violence going on in my hometown, so I would do like what little was events. In 2011. It's it's even today like it's kind of like a mini Chicago. So really? if the uh, population of Savannah is two hundred thousand, I would say there's like three hundred deaths a year between Dang. the ages of eighteen and twenty five. Well, really sixteen. Um, so if you really think about that, it's oh, kind of like guns are legal in Georgia. Yeah. So like the pop, so it's really, really bad. Um, so I was doing those things and I was doing the care, the carefree black girl, I was doing a cookout. And then the next year, 2014, I decided to call it the carefree black girl cookout and it was five okay. friends. Um, then the following year I went to another cookout, um, and I met this girl, Sammy and I was like, yo, I want to do this cookout. Let's, you know, make it a little bigger. So we did it. And this time we had 50 people. So this is 2015. And so here we are, 2015. I'm becoming uh, not just a wannabe rapper. I'm becoming more of an underground rapper. Hey. And so I be I look around. I'm like, dang, like I'm doing well. My fans are listening to my music. How do I get this to stick? And I'm like, mm, you know, still pushing the Carefree Black Girl brand, still following the hashtag, still, you know, bigging up. And I'm like, how can I make this all make sense? So like the in the summer 2015, I started to um, – just research the brand, research the name and research like what the movement meant to me and what I saw it meaning to everybody else. And then I decided to make a company and I was like, okay, I'm going to make the carefree black girl brand. And from there I went into starting the trademark process and I reached what year out. What years that? This is like 2015, 2016. Okay, Cause I've I, been developing an LLC and that shit is hard. Yeah. It's, so I can see why you took a little bit to like, yeah. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it was just like, I saw what was happening with the hashtag online, like people saying, oh, this certain aesthetic had to be a carefree black girl. And I'm like, no, we're all carefree black girls. When I think of carefree black girl, I think of the girls in the hood with the bantus, the bamboos and you, the bantu knots, the bamboo earrings that are telling you, you know, don't keep walking, girl. Don't me- forget those men. You know, worry about your schoolwork. The girls, mm-hmm. the first outspoken girls that you met when you were younger, the black girls the who independent women. The, yeah. The wear the crazy to, right? hair, the ones that were in a project just like you, but they excelled. And you're like, how did they do this? And they, like, in this downtrodden predicament. Those are, to me, are the carefree black girls. The girls that are like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep going. You know what I mean? Like, those, to me, are the carefree black girls. So I felt that it's more to just this being a hashtag online. Let me take it offline. So before I even, like... Started my LLC, I reached out to Zeba, the girl who was credited on Twitter for starting it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, I want to um, create this brand. I want to do more for the Carefree Black Girl movement. And she was just like, hey, girl, um, I'm an editor at Huffington Post. Um, good job. Keep me in a loop on everything you're doing. And basically, it was on some, That's like, do you. You know what I mean? Here. Y'all really came together. That and she since then I haven't really been in touch with her a lot but I felt like through that communication she was like go ahead and do your thing mm-hmm. so I trademarked Carefree Black Girl um I created Carefree Black Girl LLC and the LLC took about four or five months um once I got everything together actually filing the paperwork but I didn't actually physically start filing the paperwork to 2016 mm-hmm. so as you see as to your point, it is a lot because I it's wanted money, to. Like, and it's like, money. oh, how much? Oh, okay, well, um, is there a payment plan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <can> I... <laughs> and then something easier. I got into the whole trademarking part, and that part was even more extreme because it's. So, does your trademark last? I mean, not last. Does it exist like in Georgia and New York, or is it the whole national? So area? yeah, you you LLCs are usually for the state. Um, but trademarks, they, they're national trademarks. Okay. So when I did get my trademark started, I made a few mistakes. I, uh, submitted it without the proper logo. I applied for UK and not US. So I ended up getting the UK trademark super quick. And then oh, this year I found out <laughs> that you kind of need to sell merch on their soil oh. for this to be valid. And so my carefree black girl trademark, it, I've had issues with that. Like even to this day, I own the trademark in one category, but that category is not the one that I need to have. So I have merch trademark and I have like brand trademark. So trademarks you get in several categories, if that makes sense. No, it does make yeah, sense. Yeah, so and I'm like, glad you're um, explaining it. So I have my merch trademark. I, I can sell t- Carefree Black Girl t-shirts, clothing. Nobody should have that merch out. But And I own the rights to the brand. So if anybody did uh, the name, so if anybody did use it, I could take them to court. But I do 
I am still in the process of getting the overall brand trademark. And that's taking like a year and a half. So I just say with anybody like working on trademarks, if you want to get something, you just get it started as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, Because nobody can use a brand name because I own it. But mm-hmm. it's still like. See, for y'all who's about tape. to be on some, you know, little hmm, petty stuff, she own everything. You yeah, like, that, right? no, you can't. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, they, nobody can use a brand name, but I also, I don't want them to do anything with it because I that's feel yours. like, and it's not even just me. It's and you want to protect it. Carefree Black Girl, it's like so many different other brands. Like, I have people that work for me that have their own um, PR company. Shout out to Broke to Dope. Shout out to um, Dajrian. She has she's a stylist, and as I mentioned, Brianna Danielle, mm-hmm. like she's on the Carefree Black Girl podcast. But she's been about this Carefree Black Girl life since before she became a part of the, just, the brand. You get what I'm saying? Sense. So yeah, when you everybody did. that's in this movement, they've already it's already been in us, and it's um, basically hundreds of thousands of women with their own brand, and I just happen to be the one that owns it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So but you guys work together is yeah. what you're trying to say. So what okay. I tell people is that, yeah, like we're just building, but we're major. Like it's a lot of people out here that feel us, feel our vibe, and we're just all coming together slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I have you on the wrong podcast. I think you were supposed to be on the For Us one. <laughs> so let's let's back up a little bit and make it more love period again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> that yes. was deep, But that was though. just about me. No, that, that was, was good. That me. was good. People need to hear that. Like it was about you, but like about your life and everything too. People definitely yeah. need to hear that. But we got to hear the period part mm-hmm. too. <laughs> like in doing all this while having the worst periods in the world. That's what I was going to that's literally what I was going <laughs> to yeah, ask. Yeah, so yeah, I am um, I've had my period since what? Wait, wait, like, wait, before you do that. How did you find out about periods? How did I find out <laughs> yes. about periods? Yes. Um I always knew women had periods How but did i think you always know that were people were your family like open around yeah you? i feel like, like my mom my mom was had me when she was 16 so she was like younger so a lot of things she did she just was like like open with it like i saw her buy pads like i would see like you know like, you gonna see this blood girl. like i didn't see the blood <laughs> per se i didn't actually see period blood like until I this girl asked me to like pa- get something out of her purse and she had like panties in there and I pulled it out and it was like it was her period panties. but we were like in the fourth grade and so Aww, I was baby. just like so traumatized like I'd never go anyone's purse ever again <laughs> right like you could have found any you really you couldn't find anything yeah like, I'm like, Wait, no. <laughs> you're like whoa <laughs> and yeah so that was the my first knowledge of it and I got mine when I was like 15 so like it was like a big deal everybody was like oh my god you in your period so late so late so late like everybody was like already had their period so i saw like my little cousins they had their periods (laughs) (laughs) like no i was jealous of them i was like y'all are like almost adults and i feel so much like a late bloomer I, I was like 15, But 14. you embrace that shit now, I, huh? What, yeah. Like, I'm young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was really, um, yeah, so I got my period like at 15. Maybe it was 14. I don't know. I'm intoxicated, guys. Don't judge me. <laughs> so, but it was just the worst shit ever when I got it. Like, yeah. Thing. So I got hard... my period one day, and I just remember being in high school and going to the lunchroom and feeling like I just couldn't walk anymore. Like my legs got weak. Like I was hot. Like it was just everything in my body just was shutting down. What? And I went home. I went to the nurse and I told my mom, the nurse, I need to go home. And then she was like, I, I was like, I can't describe it. And I went to use the bathroom and I was like, I'm like bleeding from the inside. And she was like, Oh, you got your period. And I just was like, <laughs> the way you the said it was like, like a movie scene. No, I was, I'm like, it was I'm just like, real. From the inside. I was like, I was shaking because it was like, it, my body, I felt like my blood temperature dropped in my body. And I became like, I started like shivering. I got hot. And I had to leave school. My mom came and got me. She got me pads, had me lay down or whatever. Told me about the whole process. Told me about like, yeah, now when you have sex, you can possibly get pregnant and all this um stuff like that. Yeah, she was gonna make sure. And she, she was you that just one. like, yeah, but it was just so like so the whole it was Thursday. I didn't go to school the next day, and that whole weekend I was just like, like for the next two or three days I was laying down, and I remember it just happening every month like i would have to leave school the next day i had school the next day i'll be out of school and then like eventually like i think when i the summer when i was 15 i started having sex and Mm -hmm. so my mom 
was just like, we're going to, she found out, she was like, we're going to put you on birth control, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't want to get on birth control. And I remember one day she was like, um, because I just, I don't know. I just always felt like it was just unnatural. I didn't want to do it to my body. And then one day this girl was like, yeah, I'm on birth control. I'm on depo shot and I don't get periods. And I was like, oh, you don't get periods. Like, well, <laughs> was like, uh, well let me do that. <laughs> and so um, one day my mom, I got my period, and my mom had to, like, come get me out of school because I was just throwing up. It was just bad. And then she took me to the doctor, and they was just, she was like, you know, we had to give her, like, some medicine or something because she's missing so many days. This is happening, like, every month for the second year. And the doctor, he was like, oh, I think she has, like, endometriosis. Like, that's the first time I ever what? heard that term. And it's basically, like, it's a period. It's, like, a heavy period. Like, some people have it worse than others. It's pretty much, like, when you pass, like, blood clots on your period. These can be, like, oh. the size of a dot. They could be the size of a dime. They could be the size of a quarter. So just imagine, like, that having yeah. to pass through your body. And so my mom, she already was familiar with this because she had the same Wait, everybody situation. don't get that? Um, everybody, cause, cause some, I get, I get some like, well, if you get if, like, you feel them, like it's more of a, like, like your insides, like it's like they, it's shedding like they, they, yeah, they have to like pass through your body. Um, I want to look up like more and get you the correct terms of describing it. But yeah, so I have endometriosis and it's like really bad period. So pretty much my body needs to be relaxed to allow the the blood clots to pass through. So I think that goes kind of to my next question. Cause I was going to ask you, is there anything in your diet that you change during the month to like, cause that sounds like maybe iron, like either your body is processing iron too fast. Like, you know, like, is there something natural since mm-hmm. you like natural stuff that you do to help? With um, that? so over the years I have changed my diet. So like when I was in high school and stuff like that, I would eat pork. And so I stopped eating beef and pork. Well, I stopped eating pork back then. I stopped eating beef um around 18 21 and it actually let up a little bit Mm -hmm. but because it's like a genetic thing Mm -hmm. it's more of like so it just imagine having many contractions every time you get your period yeah so they're not as extreme as contractions but because some people have it milder than other ones but like so you just need to just sit there do you drop two eggs at the same time like from both sides i never I never because my cousin she would get bad periods. Shout out to um, Alicia. <laughs> really? So but she would yeah she would get bad periods and like I guess her body dropped two different eggs and then my stepbrother his girlfriend also would drop no did she drop two I don't know she was more fertile too because she had twins kind of like one was conceived and then two weeks later the other one mm-hmm. like she was dropping close enough oh wow so you might that might be part of it I don't know. Something to look into. Yes, I definitely <laughs> will. Cause, but if you're you're taking the shots though now still, um, no, 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 no. I um definitely got off depo years, years, years ago. That um, shouldn't work for me. And it definitely is not a good thing to take because it mm. does give you um hormone imbalance. Um, okay. so I was just say like, for example, when I got on depo, I was like. 98 pounds and by the time i got off that thing like i was probably like i was blowing up and the thing about depo is you don't pass your blood and that's a woman's way of cleaning herself so when you have to keep that all in inside of you it can cause things like depression like because it's all just like bacteria and if you want to think of it even more spiritually you you have to cleanse you have to cleanse you have to and we move with the moon cycle you have to like you know, relax yourself and basically yeah. like, and that's why a lot of people, some people when they get off the depo shot, they can't have kids. Some people have kids right away because it's like your hormones are all out of they whack. Stuck. Yeah. They yeah. just was kind of floating around yeah, in each so. other. Like that's not good. So that's why I wouldn't recommend depo shot. I know I've been looking up and doing a lot more research. I've seen people online talk about having like being depressed and like things like that. And I really do think it's true. I, I went through all of those, um, a lot of the symptoms that I see online when I was on the depo shot. So when it comes to my period, I just learned to accept it and I try to eat better um, and just prepare for it. Like I'll get raspberry tea these days and I'll... Um, the the raspberry tea leaves? The clove? Or no, that's red clover leaf. 
that I was thinking well, of. I, have, that helps I get, like, green. I just try to make sure it's non-caffeinated tea, mm-hmm. but raspberry-flavored um, for the most part. They ha- it's herbal teas out there that are raspberry. And it, for some reason, the raspberry just calms my insides. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's, like, a bigger connection, reason why, what it does to you. But I do that. I might... I'll do a leave. If it gets really, really bad, I'll pop a leave or two. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, because I'm always on the go, a leave is like my best friend. Because, you do a lot, girl. Yeah. You do a lot. Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> a leave and hot tea is my right. best friend. You got to keep moving. Yeah. I got my period last week and it was horrible. <laughs> so bad. So what do you do now? Like, do you still, are you still able to do a lot or do you still have those days where you have to just. Well. Like last week, I got my period when I was in Atlanta. Um, I went to Atlanta to plan a cookout because mm-hmm. Carefree Black Girls going on a cookout tour. Um, and I ended up having to plan a festival um, for almost a thousand people. And the city of Atlanta requires you to fill out a 28 page application as mm-hmm. well as within the application. It's about 10 signatures that you need and. That can be from electrician to the police department to the city council. So I was just like running around trying to get these applications. I mean, these signatures because you had to do it one 90 days out. And my 90 days was that following Monday (laughs) at five o'clock. And I got my period on Thursday. And I had like literally two days to get it done. And it's not like you just have one bad day. Yeah. So it's just like, (laughs) well, I usually have one bad day. Oh, I thought you had to lay out the whole time. I had to keep going this day. So yeah. I immediately, when I felt it coming on, I popped a leave, like a leave. It works. I'll be relaxed for like four or five hours and then it'll start up again. Um, like the cramps, like the clots don't ever stop. The leave just like masks the pain and my mm-hmm. body's still like weak. I'm still kind of probably delusional. And because I was on the go and I never got that time to relax the next day, Boom, boom, boom. It was horrible. And then, like, the next day, my period lasted five days. And usually, it'll last, like, two or three heavy days. And then it'll be light, like, one or two days. And it'll go off. But this time, it was on for five whole days. So, like, I'm realizing that my body, when I get my period, if I don't relax, it's going to last longer. it's going to knock you out. So, if you would have just took that one day. One day, that first day. You would have had four good. (laughs) Or three good days, I would have been done. Something, right? So, okay, so you do that. And then I also saw that you had, what was the event? It was the House of Vans. No, the House of Vans just happened? Yeah. Right, okay. And then the Knitting Factory is next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a little yeah, confused. So, yeah, I'm, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a rapper. I'm a musician. I rap. I sing. Mm-hmm. Um, SoundCloud. Yeah, so my MC. SoundCloud is Kwana <laughs> MC. So that's Q-U-A-N-N-A-M-C. Um, actually all my social media is Quanta MC. So, um, Quanta MC, you'll find out information about me. I rap. I just did the house of Vans on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, that was lit house of Vans. They, it's all, it's a, it's skate culture. You know it's what I mean? It's up here. That's down there. It's, um, it's up here. It's in New York. Mm-hmm. New York has everything. It was in Brooklyn. Um, I skateboard. You do it. Okay. So I think it'll be easier if we did a list of what you don't do. <laughs> no, it <laughs> would. It's like, no, I, I like don't three do things. <laughs> no, I don't be with no bullshit. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have time for you hoes. Like, I skateboard. I MC. I have a brand. I have a podcast. I do this. I do that. I feel like I don't do enough, girl. I really do. Mm. I don't do enough. Maybe I should calm down. But you do need to meditate, though. Yeah, I, I meditate a lot good. every day, girl. Every day. Mm, light it up. <laughs> well, I think, um, but yeah, House of Vans is cool. It's like, it's a skate culture. I'm I'm seeing a lot of women on the um, skate floor a lot. I days. wish. I tried to get on a skateboard one time, and um, the skateboard darted from under my no, feet. No, it did. <laughs> and you I gotta... had to... I to catch myself and i was like Woo. <laughs> you gotta balance that thing just ever hop on since it. no i have a friend okay don't let me lie i have a friend dobry oh do- go listen to his uh youtube watch him he plays games oh, um okay. yeah uh he used to skateboard i would skateboard with him and i do my little kick push like i was lupe like i was yeah. lightweight with it but that one time in college i jumped on that shit and i was like <laughs> that's the wrong thing my to arm, do. I don't think I like jump jump, but it was just too fast. Whatever I was doing was too fast. 
obviously, because I still put feel that it. one foot on. <laughs> she still feel I it. Still, I did be you having fall? A, I did. I had to catch myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I looked up. You know how you get up? Like, I hope nobody. Well, you in the me. game now? Because that's what it is about. It's about um, falling. Really, that's what's like, important. It. I'm already bruised from track, so I'd be like, Don't do this. You if you were in track. You do what? I was going to ask you if you, like, exercise or anything. Yeah, I used to do track and field. I went to UC Riverside, did the collegiate thing, everything. Okay. Yeah. And I was a jumper, too. I jumped. Where? I All ran. Right. I was type quick. So I was just telling somebody today, too. I was like, I pretend, like, I'm training for track still, but, like, real lightweight. <laughs> Cause but it's, it's good to, like, get your keep your body in shape. Um, yeah, that's, that's dope. And it helps. How are your periods? Like, if you don't mind me asking. So that's my issue. Um, I need to, I obviously have to change my diet or something because right. they always were inconsistent. And mm-hmm. I would tell my mom, cause I was I'm like, this don't feel right. There's something off, but she would tell me it's because you're an athlete you do a lot so they're not gonna come consistent and i would ask i advocate for myself so yeah. I, when i would go to the doctors i would tell them like i have them like every three months like what is this really yeah and that was the beginning so then i was not really knowing about birth control that much back then i was like well maybe if i take birth control it'll be consistent i didn't know that it messes with your yeah. period so i didn't, didn't know that yet yeah so I did the, I did all of them. Like I tried the NuvaRing one time, and I was like, I don't like oh that my shit. God. I've been, I was scared of the NuvaRing after Depo. I was like, uh. but Depo wasn't my first. Mm. So I did NuvaRing, and then I did the pills. And even with the pills, I would like stop every once in a while. Like I'm not the gonna do this shit ever. Is pills? Yeah, because then you forget, right? But like I stopped. I was like, I cleanse. Like every once in a while, I just take a, a minute, and then I was like, I don't want to have to remember this shit right. all the time. So then I was like, let me do the shot. So I did it, and then I spotted every day. So my yeah. body was like, I'm yeah. not holding this. I don't know what you're doing, but. My sister had a period, she said, for about six months. Yeah, I did it twice. Road. I did it twice. So it's three months, three months. I did it twice. Sheesh. And I was like, my, I asked my mom the whole time, like, what is this? She was like, I did it when, it was young, when I was younger, and it was fine. Like, it does that a little bit in the beginning. But I'm like, nah, I'm about to, I don't got that many drawers left. Like, my right. panties is all messed up. All the cute ones, all the, the ugly ones, all yeah. of them. Like, <laughs> this conversation, conversation is real because i remember this um spiritual healer telling me that like a lot of our like internal problems are hereditary and a lot of it's very like just because our parents like didn't do the proper education she like was really telling me that i may have endometriosis because of like my ancestors and to be honest i don't think that might, that's a bad I, that's a bad so thing you can stop because it. people always because the fact that you say my mom's like oh I, that happened to me too and it's like why did this happen to you too like right. you know like, what i mean like can we it? like figure out how I, this could not happen to the next person but our, and our my mom said the same thing my mom said the same thing she was just like oh i have endometriosis and like because when a doctor said she's like oh i have that i'm like well why didn't you say anything to me about it she just was like it's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it didn't click. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, this is real. Yeah. Like, the Maybe. platform is necessary. I think we all need to just pray to Eve to relieve us of this pain. Or um, Lilith. Lilith. Yes. You can't forget about Lilith. You can't forget about her. She was, she was the carefree the, black girl. The queen of women. The, the, she, yeah, yeah, she was the carefree. She was yeah, like, she um, was. I'm your equal, and we're not playing these games. <laughs> like, she was the ha- hashtag... Carefree black girl. Carefree black girl. Hashtag Perky's Pie. We got to talk more about this. Like, we got to stop it. This can't get... And I feel it. I'm like, okay, there's something I need to change. But my pockets don't match my ambitions. So I'm like... Okay, we're going to plan well, this. We can just start the it. conversation. You've already started the conversation, so that's... But that's even enough. with myself, like, my yeah. diet is all kind of wax, too, so it's well, like, I got to get mine together. Though? Like, what can you... Beef, maybe? Do you eat beef? No, I don't eat meat. You don't eat... <gasps> but I need to suck. Like, I have to replace it, so... Like, I usually drink the tea, so, like, I would have red clover, what is it, red blossom, red clover blossom, or something like that, and then burdock root. So, like, I was trying to get into the that side of it, mm-hmm. but I have to still eat, like, the fruits and veggies, mm-hmm. so, like, I have to balance, and I'm struggling right now, because mm. there's so much going on. I'm like, okay. Mm, I'm trying to think. What can you, like, wait, you don't eat fish at all? I do eat pescado. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much of it? Probably not a lot. I can't. 
fish, yeah. Because I'm trying to figure out where you would get that, like, do you have a lot of iron? Like, That's what I need. Yeah. I know it's in some veggies. And you like, don't I want to do Kale the iron supplements? I, I have women's health vitamins. I think that should help. Those are just overall vitamins. What about, like, iron? Okay, directly? so then I need to get iron pills. Do you think that the iron is why? What did the doctor say? Why they never have- tell me anything. But recently, I do get blood work, and my vitamin D was low. Mm. But I thought that was just because, like, the sun the is sun, not yeah. as much as I'm used yeah. to. I'm a Cali girl, so, like, I'm used to going and bake. Like, I used to go bake. I'm like, this feels amazing. <laughs> and I don't do that as much anymore because it's, it's cold out here. Yeah, um, I think almost everyone in New York is vitamin D deficient because that happened to me last year. I'm light as fuck now. I was really, like weak and tired yeah and yeah. then you get um your feelings start messing up yes yeah, it's, it's too much it's <laughs> too much we're not mm-mm. i'm i'm about to go to cali like i already i need to cleanse from new york a little bit get my mm, back together get my diet right all that i'm going back home to y'all that's where i'm gonna start the everybody the in cali for us too you you're on this like healthy lifestyle thing but i whatever. wasn't that healthy i like me some fried chicken Mac and cheese. I'm just <laughs> no, I love me some mac and cheese. That's why I can't go vegan yet. Like, I'm struggling to get rid of my cheese. I'm like... <laughs> like what if you like, ate a steak and then your period became regular? I wouldn't even eat the steak. I don't even really like steak, though. Yeah. Like, you don't have a taste for it because you're... How long have you been... I go back and forth. I just restarted again, like, a month ago. <laughs> like, I, I was struggling. But, like, beef, I, I still was kind of... As you could tell, after you cut out meat for a while, like, you could tasted like it's different like so it's like a fight just to do it yeah you really eat the flesh like i'm like oh i don't want to do that but okay yeah so your music because i got weight off (laughs) um i liked what were my favorite songs okay i like am's ash feels like featuring you that was dope yeah that one was dope but for yours i liked creek and I was feeling queeny because, you know, Black Panther about to come out. So I was like, all oh, the queens. But, yeah. like, what are your favorites? Um, Queenie is definitely my favorite. One of my favorite tracks that I ever wrote because it was just, um, I was just feeling, like, real bossed up. Like, I feel like my whole journey to being an artist, to being, like, someone who is empowered, someone who aims to be more empowered, someone who aims to change the world has been, like, just knocking down doors. So when I heard that beat, it was just crazy. Um, and I made a song about Mike Brown on my on my project, Queenie, that I really loved. And this girl named Nyla, Ninja Rose, she's on tour with Hamilton. Check her Ooh. out. She was featured on there. Hamilton stays sold out. I don't even yeah. look at the tickets no more. I'm like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't think I'll see it unless she invites me or something. Right. But, yeah, um... So that was Mike Brown was one of my favorites. Um, Queenie, the song was actually one of my favorites. What's another favorite song of mine? Um, uh, Do you have some secret ones in the stash? Yeah, I have a couple of songs that I've um, been writing. I'm looking to work with more female producers, um, get some stuff coming out. I'm about to release a video this Sunday for my song Sunday Service. Uh, it was a quick freestyle about. I think I saw you post that. Where? Yeah, check it out when that comes out. It's um, I try to make music about really upbeat music about life and what I'm going through. I'm very lyrical and I try not to like hit people over the head with it. So I'll do it like subs and then I'll just like you know add in the stuff that you know makes the vibe because I'm more of like a rhythm person. Mm-hmm. I'm from the south, so if it don't make me vibe or bop to it i know that uh, my listeners probably wouldn't listen to it so i gotta i cater to them a lot but i also do like a lot of lyrical things i'm more of a storyteller um so like a poet poet yeah so i started out as a poet okay from the beginning from four years old as early as i can write just trying to like be like james baldwin be like maya angelos and the like um and shout out to them i feel like as a rapper it's my loud voice you know what I mean? My empower, my empower voice, and so that's why most people be like, "Oh my God, what do you want us to call you, Quana or Quana MC?" It's like Quana. That's Quana. That's me. But people call me Quana MC because they like when you speak. I just be listening, girl. You are <laughs> a master of gab. I I I. I <laughs> <laughs> you have like, like I feel like that's one of the things I learned about 
East Coast people. I I haven't been like in the South since I was little. So I don't really know just yet if it's like that down there too, mm-hmm. but at least at the top of the East Coast, oh my God, like the way that people use their words to like, like you really have to have the gift of gab out here. Like mm-hmm. you don't get far without it. And so now I'm listening to you and I'm like, is it in the South too? Okay. Like I'm like, I'm gonna have to go check y'all out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a little conditioned a little bit because I'm a transplant of for, in New York. I've been yeah. here for six years, but I've also like, I've gone to college. I went to Clark Atlanta University. I graduated from there. My major was English. So I'm always, when pe- I was in, before I got to college, people thought I was from Cali because I would try to like speak like I was from Cali. So I'm the type West of person Coast. like I can <laughs> take people's voices. Like I sound, I sound real country. Like what y'all doing over there? You know what I mean? Or I sound like I'm real from the Bronx. Like what's, what's good? You know what I mean? Like I can, I've always been able to do that for yes. some reason. It's so weird, <laughs> but I've always been able to do that. <laughs> That's dope, though. Like, I really like music. Like, I really think that some people find a gift mm-hmm. in whatever it is that they do. But music is something that a lot of people still relate to. And it's like, you could be a painter, but not everybody's going to get that kind of art. They're not going to get it. Right. Yeah. But I, everybody gets some type of music. It's the rhythm. I feel like when it comes to hip-hop and black culture, that's in our ancestry, like, I can look at you right now and people will assume that you're a rapper, just how you look, but they don't realize, like, those those funky colors, that haircut, that's that's our culture. Before right. hip-hop was a thing, like, that's the culture, you like, know what I mean? Like, like, we, right, we just put it on the mainstream and I, I, I can't stress that enough. But music, it's like, it transcends boundaries, it transcends race, religion, sex, all that shit because if you feel a beat... You can't deny something in your body feels it. Like, there are some artists that I cannot stand, but I can't deny that their beats or their instrumentals. Name some. <laughs> name some. <laughs> I'll name all of them. Fucking Exekishi, Exetation, Tassi 6-9, all those rapey ones, R. Kelly. I can't deny their musicality. It's there. They got it. But them as people, they're very problematic people and it hurts so that they're that's because mental health is not really addressed it's not addressed and when it comes to women we're not at the top of everyone's mind um i think that when it comes to black women it's just not a thing so if an artist like r kelly or any of them are guilty of crimes the crimes that they're guilty of are considered petty so if r kelly was to shoot a gun in his house he's gonna go to jail but if he has girls in there as that's being sex servants if they're all over 17 18 he's not going nowhere Mm -hmm. or marrying underage girls consistently so it just shows you like where we stand on the it's it's really so i I don't know i don't that's why i don't like their music but i can't deny that they're talented i don't know it sucks it sucks and he works with so many people so many people yeah um but back to shout back out to, to Aaliyah and yeah. all the beautiful women that have just been in this world. <laughs> yes. And then like we it's Black History Month. Y'all. Yeah, it is like, Black History Month. Shout out to us. Shout, shout out, out to, to Black to Panther. Us. Oh my God, I'm about to go see that tomorrow. I'm tomorrow. so excited. Oh, excited oh, I'm mad that I had to wait. Like there were some people that already went to see it. I'm like, um, can you guys not post? Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm not on social media right now. I decided today that I just needed to take a break. Took so a day. um I'm gonna take a couple of days. I'm gonna release my video <laughs> on Sunday and then go post and go. Okay, okay. If it get one retweet, then oh well, because I can't really stay online to like push it. <laughs> what song are you about to post? Um, I'm gonna do Sunday service. It's just a freestyle. I Oh, just that one? You did a video for it too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I had this the song has been out for a year. Okay. I'm very um I'm a music snob. And just like I just said, I'll be quick to tell you what I like and I don't like. And I realize that I need to take my time with my music. So I've been taking my time with putting out stuff. Um I did a visual for this freestyle because it was fun, it was cute, and every time somebody heard it, they wanted more. So I was like, All right, I'm gonna do a visual for you, a video. And I'm going to do it in my hometown. I think that's how you got to do stuff. Like, people be forgetting to listen to their fans. Yeah. I'm going to do, I did that for them. And I'm going to take my time and make better music. 
I want my music to be more transparent, to make more sense. I'm very, like I said, I can be very, I can speak in metaphors at times. And I'm very well-rounded, I feel. But it all it can come out as scatterbrained, and my music is kind of scattered. So you're going to start to so organize gonna, like, yourself a little bit. Yeah, organize myself a little bit and make it where, like, okay, the most basic listener will be able to pick up on it you gotta you gotta get the message out yeah you know appeal to your audience and then like erica badu was saying that like it's about rhythms right, right now and too. that's the thing and that's why i don't really a lot of people who do follow my music they'll be like oh okay it don't matter because that it was fire to me i was jamming but it's like i want you to jam and feel it and i do get Eric, what erica's saying and that's why it does take time because if you could find a rhythm and the words to go with the rhythm it's something bigger than just a good record. So who's your musical mentor? Um, I look up to music music wise, um, Big Boy Andre Three Thousand are people that I look up to as far as oh like my, my writing. Um, They're so cute too. They were like, No, you're the better MC. No, you're the better <laughs> MC. Yeah. <laughs> it was like you guys can both be good, yeah. I promise. But they give you different <laughs> things. Like one person gives you that pimp, that swank, that street mm-hmm. and one person can give you that street, that poetic poise. Right. And also that the artist, the, the, the fashion. And I feel like all those things are me. Like I can speak like I'm from the block or I could speak like um I'm at NYU or I went to Erin. Yeah, and I, I love that about <laughs> them. And career-wise, I do like the fact that Erica Badu, Queen Latifah, and those women have survived. Um, when I look at people like Queen Latifah, she started out as an MC. I don't know if people really remember that. She was an MC The first. young people probably yeah, don't. Yeah, they, they probably don't, but she's an MC. Who are you calling um, a bitch? She was one of the first female rappers. <laughs> I love to be, her. Like, she's, yeah. she's, she's a story. And she called herself queen. Like, queen, she made yeah. sure we knew, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We not playing this. We queening. And then she got onto living single afterwards. Living single, and she still repped that. And she's in movies. And yeah. opera. And she's still acting to this day. And she's making a way for other female all. artists. Mm-hmm. And other artists in general she's had tv shows and so i feel like it can go so it's the culture and i look up to them because of their career path erica badu she's a voice for hip-hop culture mm-hmm. um when it comes to music when it comes to way of thought i love the way she thinks she was a doula too yeah she's a doula yeah, that's um, dope. yeah she's a d she dj's she do like a yeah. lot. Yeah. That's Bay. That's Bay. She definitely. She be saying something. Oh, man. I, hope she, my body I, I mean, I don't agree with hers. everything, but, you know, it is what it is. Didn't y'all talk about that on your show? Yeah. I was listening to that. I was like, oh, I think that's where I yeah, got that vibration about, quote from. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they was talking about it. I was in the back, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Because I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can see where, that's what I was saying. I could see where she says, these people are have amazing talents, but. I can't get over the fact that they've hurt people and specifically women and underprivileged people. Right. Um, so for me, that's why I have to take a side and I have to take a choice, take a stance. Um, that's why I'm so happy that the carefree black girl movement is made up of lots of women because Kwana will take a stance. Kwana is not going to be the person like I care about a lot of different things. Right. So I can't just say that, Oh, I'm, I'm in the world blindly and I'm, I have my goals are just like, whatever because i do have goals i do care about things i have an agenda and mostly black women mostly to do with the arts and mostly to do with the youth so when like people directly harm those people i don't really like take kindly to that right and so that's when all that like talent and shit just goes out the window for me right (laughs) and so carefree black girl is going on tour yeah and they're looking for submissions for vendors and food trucks and volunteers and ambassadors yeah and ambassadors yeah so ambassadors can be anybody who has something that we need so just like Shanika, for example, has broke to dope. She does pre PR for Carefree Black Girl. Mm-hmm. She would be like an ambassador because even though she's a Carefree Black Girl, she still has her own brand. So that's what ambassadors are. They're like interns, but we don't really need interns. We need people who are have their own brands who are trying to make those brands global and monetize them because it's a lot of people that are looking for female everything and black everything. And we're just trying to get those things out on a larger scale. And because we're the larger brand, we feel that we can help together make this voice bigger and it'll only make the smaller voices 
even bigger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what the ambassador part is because I've had a lot of questions about that. Um, and, yeah, food trucks, vendors for Atlanta. We're doing May 12th to kick off the tour. Um, a couple of cities on there, like Houston, we don't have you guys on there. But if we do hear from y'all, we could add y'all back to the Because y'all was waiting for them to say something, right? Yeah, I mean, because we pretty much just so go just by people who tweet in. us and, yeah. like, who use the hashtag. It's a lot of people who use the hashtag. Um, it's over 200,000 people using the hashtag on Twitter, over 80,000 on Instagram. And we just post. And when people comment that's what we go by and people will say oh can you come to boston or whatever whatever but when we look at boston and the amount of black people there and the amount of black businesses and then we post that and they don't say anything we don't know if we should pull up because if these people don't reach out we can't do anything because the careful right. black girl cookout is a cookout that promotes local brands um vendors Anything. So, like, if you are nail tech and you want to promote your brand, Carefree Black Girl Cookout has a plat- a spot for you. You can do it donation-based or you can pay the vendor fee and charge. Donation-based is just better because you can do quick, you know, manicure, pedicure, give out a card. People give you $10, $20 just for that. Basically, um, they will support you yeah, and, uplifting but, your brand. So, the basis of it is to just introduce different things. So, we have a nail bar. We have... um hair um we have a massage bar well i'm trying to get a massage bar this year that's my goal we usually have henna we usually have either a hair lash or nail bar that sounds like a um, good day fe- female vendors <laughs> yeah so it's like you can walk through i'm gonna need that like you you will catch somebody on the left doing playing double dutch um Ooh, so it's like it's just like so a retro. free just environment you I know what i mean it. like bubbles like different things like that so bubbles. yeah okay like people blowing bubbles people just being Bubble carefree breath. it's just like a day <laughs> i love that that sounds like a good day like for real like my yes. back started to hurt a little bit like go get a massage <laughs> we need <Yes>. this <laughs> so yeah carefree so black hashtag, girl cookout how did i get to you again hashtag um, email hashtag carefree black girl email carefree black girl podcast at gmail.com Sorry, carefree black girl podcast at gmail. <laughs> <laughs> you got real country at Why the end. Voice like that. <laughs> carefree black girl podcast at gmail.com. Um, carefree black girl underscore ink at Instagram.com or however y'all get that. Um, Twitter. Yeah, just go on Instagram basically. Yeah. At, I mean, on. if you're on the computer, I guess you yeah. can dot Not comment in. and then slash slash carefree black, black girl. girl. Yeah. And Twitter, C-F-B-G-P-O-D. And, yeah, um, follow the brand, though, because we definitely are going to do a lot of things this year. And we want to have y'all involved. Um, if y'all got any questions, comments, concerns for us, hit us up. Somebody's always on the email. Um, if you have something for me directly, it's quantamc at gmail.com. Um, you can do quantamc at Girl um dot com but i probably won't answer that one <laughs> <laughs> no i never check it um like if you want her to answer that then you gotta go at her somewhere else yeah <laughs> let, let me like know. can you go check your emails thank you <laughs> um so before we wrap up well there's two things one do you have any encouragements for anybody um i just have when it comes to being a woman, just don't be afraid to say I'm in pain, especially when you're having your period. Don't be afraid to take time to yourself. Um, don't be afraid to reset. And I just say my words of encouragement to everybody in 2018 is to go for it. And if somebody told you back or being toxic, cut or them whatever, off. And you and know what? And I don't even that. suggest cut off because you just sometimes <laughs> some you just time. need a break yeah. from people. It's just you know what I mean because days. we be so quick to cut things <laughs> off and, and instead of communicating. Yeah, and yeah. Just my advice is just. But if they have been holding you back, you can't you can cut, them, cut off. them off. Yes, if you're like, giving them chances, if you try to communicate, yes. if you upped your communication and they still not there, then just cut them off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> take a break first. You know, get your feet wet. Figure out like, do I need? Put a put a toe in. Is it warm? Yeah, it's too hot, <laughs> or it's too cold, right? You you cut some people off for 2017, moving into 2018. No, nah, I I didn't do that whole thing. You ha- I just I didn't make no <laughs> announcements. Like if I'm if I'm seeing you and talking to you and I'm texting you, see how you doing, then you're you're in there with me. You you know. Okay. Um, cause I'm, you gonna feel it. I'm just doing me. 
right this year. So if people get cut off, they cut themselves off. That's real. <laughs> All 2018. Um, so, okay, so you said check up on yourself. You said check check and see how the energies are with the other people. Know when to take a break. So anything else? Um, <laughs> be fierce, man. I feel like everyone, you know, if you feel like you got something, don't be scared to, like, go for that. I feel like a lot of us, we waste our 20s and 30s mm. holding back. And it's like you only got it right now. Just go for it. Right, because. I really don't know. Even. It. I don't know. Just stick to the journey. Like, I've been through so much. And everything that I decided to do with music and my brand has always been on point. So I just say, like, go for that. Like, just go for it. Because you're going to make it work yeah, if you want it. Yeah, you're going to make it work. Because <laughs> like, you might, you might that's be broke, your shit, but your you're business gonna do will it. be intact or whatever. Right. Sacrifices. Yo, Big Sean has give, been giving me life right now. And it's crazy <laughs> because, like, I don't always associate. He came to my school in undergrad, and he like, he was wilding on the stage. But I wasn't used to that yet. I guess I was still in my proof phase. Because <laughs> I was hey, like, what? what's going on? You wasn't used to that in undergrad? Like, it was it was just him. Like, I was seeing his – that was my first time seeing him live, and I guess it was just different for me. Like, it kind of was like, a, mm, I'm going to take a second off you for a little bit. But I was still listening. But this year, yo, I was like, okay, no, I feel him now. He had one song. He put his mom at the end, and he was saying how he feels like um, – he could, he knew when it was about to happen. Like somebody was mentoring him was like, you're going to feel when that shit is about to happen. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel that way now. Like I'm so, I get angry when I feel like people are like not respecting what I do. And I used to get so, feel so looked over, but now I don't no more. Cause I feel like I've been working very, very hard and I don't care about the fact of people respecting me I just care about the people like changing lives more and mm-hmm. I think that every time I get a call like oh this is happening I'm like all right I'm with it I'm, I'm there I'm there with you like things are happening and I'm like you just I could really fucking flop on this but because I'm already uh, prepared for it I'm just going to keep it moving and I'm gonna get it yes you I, queen it I, I really feel like this shit is gonna be lit Every day we live. Yeah, I got to get my <laughs> emotions together, though, because I'm an emotional wreck, though. But business-wise, I'm on point. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you got to take a little med- – you meditate? I do. I feel like me, personally, I tell myself that I don't deserve certain things in order – like, I know that I'm going to be successful in my career, but I don't ever say – I know I'm going to do a lot for other people, but I never put myself in the equation. So I think that – that for me, like looking in the mirror and saying, like, what do I want and need? Right. Is a thing that I you're distracting never had to do. And the fact that I have to do that now is emotionally trying for me. But I appreciate I'm happy. You about got it, it girl. You I'm, got I'm it. I'm really happy about it because you get to work on self. I feel like I've always been very confident and empowered, but it was just like things like I've already always had like material things never really was like it for me. Uh-huh. It was always just yeah, like the satisfaction of doing for other people. And I also think that like, it's certain things that like I need, like even if it's just like a vacation, one every quarter, I need of one doing of them. nothing. You I know what I mean? I was about to run away to Puerto Rico it's for a couple weeks, come back and learn Spanish and be like, Oh, <laughs> like now I'm bilingual. But, well, <laughs> you're like, I'm, <laughs> like, oh, I got right. Like, but you know, Mm, no it's gonna be like mucho espanol like ahora like i'm doing that shit i can't wait because then i can interview people in spanish oh my god then people gonna be confused they're gonna be like you and marilla negra's little sister like no girl i like her she's so (laughs) pretty she bossed up right now it's like really like 2018 is black people year it's skin folk year but like it's women's year too like i'm about to go see a wrinkle in time after black panther I'm doing when it. When I saw that preview, I'm I was ready. like, why didn't I know about this? Well, see, like... But I'm going to go see it. I follow Mindy Kaling on um, Instagram. 
Because I'm like, I watched her in the Mindy Project, and then I started learning about her because I was like, okay, yeah, she was in the office. Oh, she was one of the writers, Mm -hmm. and then she had her own show, and she, like, owned everything to it, and then she, like, writes her own books, and now she writes movies and other shows. So I'm like, you really doing this? She was like, I want to have a baby, so she had a baby, and she was like, I'm not stopping this train. So I'm like, okay, I like looking at people like that because you have the Oprah who's willing to tell you you don't have to be with somebody. You don't have to have kids. Yeah. Like, that doesn't have to be your life, and you could be successful and so still be happy. So that's where I'm at with that, because I'm just trying to... Because I never knew... I never felt like a relationship or those things were the defining factors for me. But it's like, one, you can't close yourself off to those things, but you can't be like, this. I'm not a full person if it, this doesn't happen. I feel like a lot of professional women come to that point in their lives. And I think I'm there. Like, it's like, okay, Oprah doesn't, Oprah has a boob that she didn't even claim for, for a million a long years. Time. Like, do I want to be like that? Or do like, in like, how, how is that working out for I her? I think that's also too, like how private you want to be. How private. Cause they could have had be. a secret ceremony yeah. at any point And we right. never had to know. Like, <laughs> so I was like, you also right. don't know that what they true. letting in. That's and you true. could decide that too. Like, right. And I just have to like, just make stuff. your own, story and I feel like for me it's just like putting me at the top of that story not like just saying I want my legacy to be this I want my legacy to be like one that Kwana did this and personally she was aligned with her chakras (laughs) I don't want people to be like yeah man she set my house on fire but she, did, um, but she did feed a thousand kids though right like you wanted everything to yeah. be together like. yeah <laughs> yeah that would be good for the brand I yes. think that would be a good idea um so music 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 freestyle maybe music poetry freestyle which one you want to try uh, <laughs> I guess I'll do poetry yes kind of sort of I can get my snap on It'll be poetry slash freestyle. I sit back and reflect on the day I met sweet poetry. Looking in my eye, he said he never forget knowing me. His potency was dope to me. My granny said that shit kills. Dude was ill. His power multiplied my skills. Always wavy, never shady, but I could never be his lady because I'd probably drive him crazy like Vivacon 50 of Beyonce after Jay-Z. Yeah, my shit is tight mosaic, but... That's why I'm writing in this pad, cause it's look I ain't mad, but I think it's kind of sad that some nights I need you back. Damn. And that's just it. <laughs> hey, what are we naming that one? Sweet poetry. Let's sweet, let's name it that. Sweet poetry. Oh, sweet poetry. Ooh. I kind of had some period. more in my heart was beating too. Sweet poetry. Period. Sweet poetry. Period. Right. Sweet period. Sweet period. Sweet period. Oh, sweet. Period. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, sweet period. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag free black girl. Hashtag sweet period. Hashtag love period. <laughs> oh my god, we need to save that clip because I, my heart. It's That's a little pound. Saying. It was it's a little. little pound. Pound. Okay, a little tap, tap, tap. That's dope. I okay. like that. Yeah. I got a. Free, I got a free pre. Okay, man. Women is doing it this month, man. They, this year, this month, for the rest of our lives. Like, we about to change everything. No longer are we going to keep stuff secrets about our bodies. No. No longer are we going to hold ourselves back. No longer are we going to put other people before ourselves. Like, we could give it in a caring way. Like, yes, you want to care about other people. But as far as your basic needs, you need to take care of yourself. Yeah, put you at the top. Yes, mental health, physical health, like, all that. Put yourself yeah. first. That's what we doing. And, like, we we got to do this. We got to. So yeah. make sure you follow her. Wait, first of all, go to her SoundCloud because you already got a little taste. So go to her SoundCloud, Quanta MC. IG yes. Twitter is Quanta MC. Yes, all that. Yes. And then go check out Carefree Black Girl at carefreeblackgirl. Or is it carefreeblack.com? Or her- so it's uh, carefreeblackgirl without the I and girl.com. So carefreeblackgirl.com without the I and girl. Okay. So it's G-R-L. And then? Um, my website is down right now, but everything else is Quanta MC. So if you just put in Quanta MC on everything, <laughs> pretty much <Basically>. Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, SoundCloud, it's Quanta MC. I think I got some stuff on Audio Mac. Um, I have one track on iTunes. I'm going to put some more stuff up soon. 
Okay. Um, yeah. She ready. She ready. She ready. Uh, and then for Perky Perspectives, you can email me at perkyperspectivespod at gmail.com. This is with questions, comments, like whatever you want to talk about with the show, whatever you want to hear. Um, if you have some guest suggestions, go check out my Patreon and pledge at patreon.com slash perky perspectives you guys have one too right yeah for the podcast. Um, yeah so we have carefree black girl podcast um you can hashtag carefree black girl to keep up with the conversation on all social media and we're on indie creative network as well whoa, whoa. um we have a patreon and it's carefree black girl like mm-hmm. patreon slash carefree black yeah girl. and if you go to itunes or if even if you go to icn.dj i think our stuff yeah go like to icn.dj and you'll be able to find us on all the platforms yeah, and yeah. it's like links and they on their pages and stuff to patreon yeah yeah yeah. go find us man go find us hashtag perky's pod my my ig is perky sexy cool and my twitter is tony so t-o-n-i underscore t-o-n-y t-o-n-e as you can see, I'm a 90s baby. <laughs> like, I can't. Oh, that's like, sexy, cool, Tony, Tony, Tony. Like, go yeah. find me. <laughs> like, I'm about to be everywhere. I want to be everywhere, y'all. I want this carefree black girl movement got me feeling excited. Like, yes, you should. You should feel. I fet free just a little bit. Just put your wings, man. Because yeah. we got to be out here. But yeah, so like, we're going to sing them out. Just one of them things that a girl goes through when I'm angry inside. I can't sing. I don't want to take it out on you. We, we harmonized and okay. not be able to sing together. <laughs> don't take it personal. <laughs> hey, if you think I treat you wrong, don't take it personal, baby. <laughs> that was dope.